Welcome to the only daily podcast focusing on compliance news of the day. Each morning, start your day with a cup of coffee and Tom Fox, the voice of compliance, to hear about four of the top compliance, corruption, or leadership stories you will need to start your day. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. February 4, 2021, the Turbocharge Edition. We begin with that story from the New York Times as the consulting giant McKinsey has settled with 47 states, the District of Columbia, and five territories over its role in the opioid crisis, paying over half a billion dollars or $573 million to settle investigations for its role in helping to turbocharge opioid sales. A rare instance where a publicly accountable where McKinsey is held publicly accountable for the wrongdoing it engaged in with his clients. The uh, settlement uh, is significantly huge for McKinsey because it shatters the distance that McKinsey uh, argues that it puts between its advice and its clients' actions. McKinsey uh, has for decades avoided legal liability from such clients as Enron, Swiss Air, and others. The records highlight McKinsey's close relationship with Purdue, and in 2009, the firm wrote a report for Purdue saying new sales tactics would increase sales of OxyContin by as much as $400 million. The significance of this, this was after the 2007 um, sales, uh, excuse me, uh, fine and penalty against uh, OxyContin for its time uh, opioid contributing to opioid crisis prior to that time. And indeed, in a 2017 slide presentation, McKinsey laid out several options to shore up sales. So um, McKinsey was clearly involved in ramping up sales at opioid or manufacturers, and particularly Purdue Pharma. So big settlement. Uh, next up, <clears throat> we now have uh, the reason that Rosemary Verbrelick the Donald Trump's personal banker at Deutsche Bank was ousted. She was fired after an internal investigation determined that she had a conflict of interest in engaging in undisclosed activity relating to a real estate investment from a client-managed entity. Uh, she was uh, left the bank but was permitted to resign. <clears throat> the Deutsche Bank's internal review concerned a 2013 real estate transaction between her and a company of which Jared Kushner Trump's son-in-law and senior White House advisor held a <clears throat> interest. The bank's investigation began after uh, the New York Times reported that she and two of her colleagues had bought an apartment um, in a building uh, that was uh, also had Trump involvement. So uh, conflict of interest uh, takes down yet another corrupt banker. Um, GameStop. We can't start talking about it enough and the information is coming fast and furious. As it turns out, our good friend Roaring Kitty, Keith Gill, was a registered securities broker working for Mass Mutual. And uh, it's one thing for you or I to tout uh, the upside of a stock, but it's quite another for a registered securities broker to do so. And they have additional uh, reporting obligations and disclosure obligations uh, under U.S. securities law. So he's going to be looked at a lot more closely now particularly considering the amount of money he made and perhaps even lost on GameStop. And that takes us to our good friends Robinhood, the platform which many of the Joe Q public traders utilized in the GameStop run-up. 
It's now facing more than 30 civil lawsuits in relation to trading restrictions imposed on it. Several groups of investors have filed suit in California, New Jersey, Florida, and even Texas, alleging Robinhood and its subsidiaries by imposing restrictions on the platform violated various laws, including breach of contract and fiduciary duty. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network and a proud member of C-Suite Radio. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you'll join me again tomorrow.